morning once again out there. Welcome to uh, another live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips. I came to love one. A special welcome you this morning if you're joining us, wherever you're joining from. Welcome to another beautiful, glorious day. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in Him. I want to welcome everyone joining us this morning from YouTube or you are joining from Facebook. Wherever you're connecting from this morning, you are welcome. Well, this is another beautiful day. The Lord once again has granted us the opportunity and grace to see. We will rejoice and, be ce and celebrate His love and His goodness. Uh, this morning, we are going to continue where we stopped yesterday in our teaching. Uh, but before we, of course, before we go, we need to pray. Father, we honor you this day. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We exalt your holy name. Indeed, you are a God of mercy or the God of love. But a God of truth, all things, all good, all good gifts, yes, come from you. All perfect gifts come from you. We thank you this morning once again that you've given to us the gift of life. You've awoken us to see this brand new day. We appreciate your love. We appreciate your blessings and goodness, kindness that never fails. Thank you, Father, once again that your will this day will find expression in us and through us. Lord, as we go into your word and begin to understand what your spirit is demanding, yes, of us in this new day, in this new season, we pray, Father, that you grant us, O oh God, the grace, the strength, the ability, the discipline, O oh God, to carry out, O oh God, your desire, your intention. We bless you. I thank you, Lord, this morning for every listener, every viewer this morning, that Father, your spirit, Lord, will minister to them in such a way, O oh God, that the word of oh God will have a place in their heart. The word will have, yes, a place to rest, that their heart will become indeed a receiver of this seed, that this word, O oh God, will grow in their life, will help them, O oh God, to mature, to come to the place of your divine intention. We thank you. As we get ready, Father, this morning, yes, to engage this brand new day, we receive, Father, your favor. We, we receive grace, but also we receive wisdom to live life in accordance to your divine intention. We thank you once again for granting us the opportunity to see another day like this. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're, you're welcome this morning, wherever you're connecting from. This is another day. I'm going to go straight to uh, our teaching. Uh, yesterday, we stopped... Uh, uh, um, on the concept of the prophetic i can see that we're still struggling to connect on youtube mm, let's just see how we can do that again thank you father all right we're just going to continue yesterday we began to you know speak about the concept of the nature of the prophetic all right we then we dealt with what you know prophecy is this morning, I'm supposed to be speaking on uh, 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 something a bit uh, um, different, of course, but in line with that which we began to look into, we're going to be dealing with prophecy. What is prophecy? Like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll be able to quickly round up, you know, this basic uh, uh, introduction to these teachings that, <clears throat> excuse me, that we're doing, which I think are very vital and important to. All right, the, the, the days ahead, the challenges that we are going to be facing, that we're already facing, we need to have knowledge. Knowledge is the gateway into the, the, the things of the Spirit. When we have knowledge, of course, the knowledge about the things of God, and of, of course, we're talking about also the knowledge of God, the experiential knowledge of God. But it's always important that we at least we know what the Scripture says, what the Word of God says regarding, okay, the things that is expected of us. 
All right. We don't want to perish for lack of knowledge. We want to have an understanding. We want to have a deep uh, a sense of spiritual clarity in terms of God's intention. Let me read Psalm 103, and then we're going to continue this morning. All right. This morning, we're going to be dealing with understanding amen, the concept of you know, uh, uh, who, a prophet, who a prophet is. All right. We've dealt with understanding the prophetic. We've dealt with understanding prophecy. This morning, we're going to be dealing with, amen, defining a prophet. Who is a prophet? Okay. Psalm 103, first of all, uh, let's read Psalm 103. All right. We're going to start from uh, uh, Psalm 103, verse 7. The Bible says in Psalm 103, verse 7, the Lord made known his ways to Moses, but his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to, you know, the people of Israel. Now, this is a very, you know, a, a, a simple scripture if you look at it on a face value, but carries a very, 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 you know, critical spiritual, you know, a, 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 a implication in terms of the understanding of how the Lord deals with us. The Bible says the Lord may, made known his ways, his ways to Moses, all right, and, 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 and his deeds, his act, amen, to the children of Israel. Now, to me, that, that's something that we need to delve into, we need to understand, because if, if, if we see God making his way known to Moses, and all, all the children of Israel had is just the act. Then one can fall into that position of assumption, thinking that we know the acts of God, all right, and 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 assume that for the ways of in, for the ways of God. Thank you so much, my dear sister Tina, for joining this morning. The Bible says the Lord made known, Amen, His ways. <clears throat> Now, Jesus said, I am the way. Now, the concept of the way is important. Knowing the way of God, knowing the ways of God is crucial. And I think that is a, an area that we need to really delve into. We need to begin to, you know, scrutinize in terms of pushing ourselves, all right, into uh, uh, the chamber of the spirit, into the chamber, <clears throat> excuse me, into the chamber of God that we need to, we want to have, amen, an experiential knowledge of the ways of God. The Lord made known. He made known. And if you begin to, you know, scrutinize scripture and search scripture, you notice that the, the, the attitude to which Moses had, all right, in seeking, in pursuing, in yearning for the things of God was, I mean, there's, there's almost, there's not like it. Moses was a man who, who said to God, except you reveal, except you show me your face, all right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do anything. God says, no one sees my face. And Moses was so passionate about getting to know the ways of God. Now, if, if, <clears throat> if all we have in life, amen, is, is reduced just to an act, it means that we have been shortchanged, particularly when it comes to, you know, the things of the spirit. There are so many assumptions around the things of the spirit, all right, that today has cost many people, you know, particularly those who are in the front line. <clears throat> I'm just battling with my throat this morning. Particularly those who are the front line of, you know, uh, uh, spiritual uh, 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 representation. All right, we we are so we are so limited, you know, in terms of how we understand and relate to the things of the spirit. <clears throat> We're so limited. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're so limited in the in the way, all right, we relate to the things of the spirit. The Bible says, all right, if 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 we have no insight or understanding regarding all right the concepts of truth, 
When I mean concepts of truth, I'm talking about the way truth unfolds to us. Now, truth is not just some bunch of, you know, information and, and acquire knowledge and, and you, know, uh, you know, that we gather. Truth is, is an experience that we get to come to know in a person. Now, when the Bible says the Lord made known his way to Moses and his deeds, I, I wonder why they had to put and his deeds. It basically tells us that you, you, we can have, you know, an ex, we can have a connection with the deeds of God. Like I've always explained, we can have, we can have gifts. We can, we can walk in things that looks like yes, we have the ways of God. We, we know God. But if we begin to, if they begin to scrutinize the depth of our heart, the the intentions of our heart, then they realize wait a minute, but you don't really get to know this God you're talking about. We know, we know his act, and it's, I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about you know people benefiting because the act, of course, is the benefit. But before we get to the benefit, the Bible says we need to know Jesus as the way. That concept of knowing Christ as the way is what gives us a footing, a foundation, a stability, a sense of you know courage when when contradiction comes, when challenges come, when we are faced with things that you know that really challenges who we are and what we stand for. And that those things will come. And in fact, I'm sure they're already coming. All right. But there is nothing that we have faced in the past. All right. That will be able to stand. They'll be able to compare with what is coming ahead of us. And I think this is one of the reasons why we need to look into this concept and understand. All right. What the spirit of God is emphasizing. You know, I, I, I saw a, a caption yesterday. Or maybe I'll talk about that later on. It's, I mean, this is something that I felt we just, we need to, we need to begin to press into searching, knowing, you know, really getting to authenticate, amen, the things of the spirit. Because if we're going to enter into this next dimension that the spirit of God has been emphasizing for a while, then we need to make up our mind, amen, to get to know who this God is. Because that is the heart of what we're dealing with. All right, when we talk about, remember, we have dealt with, all right, we have dealt with, who is, a, or excuse me, we have dealt with uh, understanding prophetic, all right, and then we talked about you know, prophecy, which I think are very important. But today I want to talk about the third P. I call them the three P's, all right? You know, it's, it's prophetic, it's prophecy, and then is a prophet. Who is a prophet? Now, the word prophet, all right, is the container, or you can say is a vessel. All right? let, let, let's, let me just read from my, from my note here, all right? A prophet equals the container, the vessel, the womb. The house, the metrics the, that heaven employs, all right, to keep, to sustain, to guard, to develop, to deploy its intentions and assignment, amen, from one eternal reality, what eternal, from, excuse me, from eternal reality into time. Let me take that again. The prophet, I'm trying to define the prophet here. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure anyone will be able to give a kind of, you know, uh, description. We, we can't fully give a description to this ministry. So you want to define a prophet because this is very complex. All right. The, the, the person, this being, this entity that God uses that they call a prophet. All right. That, that, that carries, that houses all of the hearts, mindsets, you know, desire, counsels of God. I mean, it's words, 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 words cannot really do justice to capture. It's like trying to define who Christ is. 
All right, we can only define to the knowledge we know to the degree amen we understand or to the degree that has been revealed to us but let me let me let me let me try this morning because these are some of the things that i've been able to gather all right via you know my interactions with the, with the lord and of course with the things of the spirit and studying the nature and the life of of a prophet and i've come to this you know a uh, 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 conclusion of course is that the prophet is the container it contains a prophet is a container you know, this cup is containing something. A prophet is a container, is a vessel, is the womb. It, it, why do we give definition? I just felt I need to say this quickly. Why do we give definition? Because giving definition allows us to be able to have an imagery understanding of what we're talking about or who we are talking about. You know, I, I come from a place uh, uh, where in my tribe, in Yoruba, you know, they, they've got this thing they call Oriki. Now, Oriki right, is more like you, 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 you know, you come from this family. Every family has got an Oriki. Now, this Oriki is, is more of, you know, they, they pick your family name and they begin to expand. You know, it, 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 it's like they sing, they sing the praise of the family or they sing the praise of the ancestors of the family. And, and, and they talk about your, 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 your power, you know, the power and the glory and the authority and, and, and the victory, whatever. You know, depending on how popular, how powerful that family is. You see, the people that they, 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 they praise with those oriki, you see them, you know, begin to feel, you know, a sense of happiness and joy. And, uh, you know, I cannot really explain what this is, but, you know, somebody just comes and begin to, you know, make this proclamation. You know, of course, it's poetic. It's poetic, but I tell you, this 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 dimension of, 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 of releasing this poetic spirit, I mean, it takes you to another realm. It's it's if you're not if you're not if you're not a person that is broken that is humble, all right. When they begin to sing this oriki, I tell you, you 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 enter into another dimension. In fact, some people will go out of their way and start giving money. You know, they start because that's the it, it, that thing call out. You know, your false fallen image. It calls it out. You know, it, it shows who you are. You know, it's like they do it here too in South Africa. You know, when maybe you know some chief is coming or I, I remember back in those days when Zuma is coming you see this man with his skin and he make all this enchanting you know he made these declarations and all of that and all of that but but this oriki you know is far deeper than all of that and when i think of you know singing the praise of god or getting to know who christ or explaining christ it, it takes me to that and sometimes you know words really doesn't do justice to how we describe you know our description is limited to you know our experience so what I'm saying this morning is that to capture the, the, the heart, the spirit of a prophet, it's, it's difficult. Like I told you yesterday, I mean, the Lord spoke to me, he said, no, no, you don't need to be called a prophet. I've gone beyond that stage of, you know, you know that being, being called a prophet is what I found my, my office. No, I've, I've far gone, I mean, for years I've gone beyond that stage. But I felt the Lord also wanted the people around me, all right, to, 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 to let that sink into them. It's, I don't think it's more about me. I think it's more about how people see you. Right, that yes, he's a prophet, but he's not prophet Isaiah. His name is Isaiah Phillips, his brother Isaiah is an elder, he's an elder in the house. All right, because we can we can be so limited to 
you know what we see and how we see what we see that we don't see other things that the lord wants us to see all right yes identity can limit us but identity can also be a, a gateway a pathway into something bigger all right into when we say jesus all right it's jesus but when you say jesus christ it's as another thing when you say jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god when you say yes he's the emmanuel when you say yes he's the eternal one you see the more the more you add this sense of his identity and his image the more something gets to be stirred up or or sparked on the inside of you i'm not sure if i'm making sense so what i'm saying is we cannot fully define the things of the spirit but let's glean through the word let's search through the word and find amen what the lord amen is saying and what the spirit of god will have us understand regarding amen is is his emphasis and his plans and his purpose so we're trying to define a prophet all right we're trying to define a prophet i can give you so many definitions but what i've done here is almost like try to summarize you know everything and and just capture them in few in few in few uh, uh you know uh, uh sentence or few uh, uh you know highlights all right the prophet equals the container the vessel the womb the house or the metrics heaven employs all right a prophet is is a person is an entity that heaven employs they employ them heaven employs a person all right to keep now listen to this to keep to sustain to guard to develop and to deploy I, I want you to notice the, the the phrases i'm using here i believe these phrases were given to me by the spirit all right the prophet is a container is a vessel all right is a womb amen is a house is a matrix amen it, you know the heaven deploys heaven deploy this this person so when they deploy a prophet all right into a place all right he, he, he becomes the guardian all right of the intentions of god for that for that realm for that position for that place all right they place something on the you know a a prophet can carry a vision and an assignment for the next you know 10 years of his life without saying anything about it i mean <laughs> i don't know how to begin to define define you you cannot truly because trying to define a prophet is like trying to define who isaiah phillips is i don't I, even me to to certain degree i cannot tell you that i fully understand myself in terms of you know because sometimes when i look at the things that the lord has given to me the things that i've written down of course all of the material that i use are, are all written down but if you separate you know the man that you're looking at if you separate this man from the material is they're like two different people sometimes i, I mean i get stunned by my own words by my own writing I'm like is this me of course by now i know that it's not me this cannot be the words of a man this cannot be the words of you know a man that is just living down the road there he's nothing he's no one he's nobody but hey there is a deposit so sometimes you know what i do i step out of myself just to look at these things that's why when when i preach like this or teach you know i go back and i listen because i i have come to understand that that's not you it's not you they employ you they deploy you or right? they use you and, and 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 sometimes in my frailty in my own weakness when i look at you know you can you know so much and still be challenged with so little can you know so much and still be struggling with such little needs yes because uh, you, you you cannot define the prophet as well he's the all perfect he knows it all he has it all and because he's a prophet he must have xyz yeah the things of god don't work like that the things of God don't work like that. 
God always mix, he, he mixes his things. All right. Yes. He will always position you, keep you in that, in that reality where, he, you know, you, you wake up in the morning and you need to say, Lord, I need your grace. I need your strength today. Because, you know, saying that he's a prophet does not mean that suddenly when he wakes up, you know, all the angels are there. Yeah, sometimes they may be there. And in the next 20 years, you may never see them. <clears throat> So God deals with a prophet, amen, based on his own unique, you know, uh, 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 intention for them. No two prophets are the same. No, no two prophets, amen, are dealt with the same. All right? But the foundation, the, the, the preparation, the, 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 the framework that defines the ministry of a called one, of a sent one, amen, may look alike. But they are not the same, all right? Because, you know, God deals with us in our own unique, uniqueness. And it's important that we, you know, we focus on Christ as the image, all right, that we are becoming. Because if we don't focus, that's why, you know, my, my philosophy of the prophetic, amen, is having a revelation of Jesus. Because if you don't have the revelation of Jesus, it's, a, it's so easy, all right, to look at, you know, what you have achieved or what you have been through or, or how God has dealt with you or the experience, spiritual experience you have, <clears throat> Please pray for me. <laughs> and the experience you have, amen, to define, to define, to define, all right, how, how you represent the things of God. I cannot, you know, at the end of the day, it, it build the things of the Spirit on my own personal experience. My own personal experience are part of the dealings of God, amen, in sharing the testimony, amen, of, of, of you know, of Christ in my own life. But it is not the testimony. Christ is the testimony. I'm not sure if I, if, if, if I made that point clear. Christ is the testimony. Christ is the image. Christ is the voice. And everything that we are or we are becoming, amen, must be centered, must be focused, amen, must be sink into that higher dimension of the revelation of Jesus Christ. Remember that all the gifts are still instruments in the hand of God. All the gifts are still instruments in the hand of God. Amen. And God uses those gifts based on amen, how he how he, how how he finds fit. All right. Based on the 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 the, 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 the environment, the, the the place they have deployed you. I believe that you know every gift you know is uniquely designed for his place of assignment. So the prophet is the container. What does it contain? It contains the intentions of God, the purpose of God. But you understand that for God to use anything, he has to clean it. That doesn't mean that, all right, when God cleans the container and he pours into that container, all right, that something doesn't come tomorrow to try to stain the container. So that container must also still remind itself, amen, of yielding continually, amen, to the processes of the divine cleaning. All right? So the prophet is the container, is a vessel, <clears throat> Is a vessel. Remember, we talk about you know, we want to be a holy vessel, we want to be sanctified vessel, we want to be a vessel that yes, is a container, is a vessel, is is a womb, a womb, a womb. You know what you know what that means. You 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 a, a, a woman receives a seed, all right, and she gets pregnant, and you know she goes through all of those you know seasons and and the moods. Yes, the prophet goes through all of that too. If you want to really understand, you know, one of the character nature of a prophet, you, you know, is to study a man, a woman, is to study a pregnant woman because she he goes through all of that through you know all the pain. Yes, for the for the for the seed he carry for the joy, amen. Of giving back to something, of bringing forth something, he goes through all kinds of. 
pain, you know, loneliness, you know, emptiness, a sense of I'm tired, I, I, you know. Yes, it goes through all of that. It goes through all of that. And most times people don't understand. I, of course, by now you know that we're talking about a true prophet. We're not talking about <laughs> some fake, you know, person out there who claims to be a prophet. When you meet a true prophet, they will tell you, I I've tried to commit suicide several times. Not like he wants to die, but the, the pain, the things he's gone through, the agony, the, the, the sense of loneliness. I'm not talking about being alone, alone. Being alone is different from being lonely. Yes, you say, but, but the prophet has got Jesus in his life. Oh, yes, he's got Jesus in his life. Oh, but you, I cannot explain this thing to you. Because the image we see out there, I mean, as a prophet, is totally different from the dealings of God. You see, I doubt if many prophets will talk about the things that I'm, I'm highlighting. Because the image, the, the dignified image we have about, about you know, the, the prophet and the prophetic office. And the way they have sold when the dress the prophetic, I'm telling you, it's far from it. If you, if, <laughs> except you're really will, ready and willing to die, this is not something you, you long for. You, <laughs> no man take this honor upon himself. This is not something you wait. Ah, I want to be in the prophetic. I see a lot of, I want, <laughs> I, I, I just laugh. I said, God, these people, I hope you understand what you're putting your head into. Because the way God would deal with you, ah, God is brutal to his prophets. God is brutal in, in, in dealing with his prophets. He's, he's, he's hard on them. He's hard on them. And only, his, only that prophet will be able to tell you why the lord is doing because you know to certain degree they would say okay this is or because of certain things that we need you to carry out you know sometimes you know of course you cannot compare the way you know a marine a marine corps you know you know this american special force are trained you know the rigorous rigorous training they take them through because of the you know sensitivity of the assignment to the point that if they are caught, they can't sell out their nation. They'd rather die there. You know, in fact, in some of these, you know, uh, 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 espionage, you know, uh, you know, movies, I'm sure you must have watched them. When they are about to catch, you know, this spy, I mean, he takes the pill and he, he just die because he cannot afford, all right, to, to expose. Because they know that torture, torture will make you say things that you're not supposed to say. So, uh, the easier way is for them to just commit suicide. They just die. Just for information. And of course, the, the things of God, I, I can't relate. But I'm just trying to use natural things for you to understand. That's why certain times you want to say certain things. They say, don't say it. You keep quiet. You don't say it because heaven has placed an embargo on you. I cannot begin to describe to you this entity remember all right the prophet the prophet amen is an identity to define a person that god amen has called to represent him on a special assignment on a special mandate all right yes he's part of the fivefold ministry yes and he cannot live his life outside the context of the fivefold ministry but the way god deals with him is 
almost almost a strange to the fivefold. In fact, the, the, the other the other part of the ministry they seldom understand who a prophet is. They seldom understand this strange looking, you know, person. It's very strange. It does strange things. It lives strangely. His family most time don't understand him. Or a family. Alright? Because there's nothing that says a prophet is just limited to, uh, you know, the man. You have prophets that are, you know, female too. Or you can call them prophetess, but Bible also still call them prophets. So the point that I'm making is the dealings of God. People that are not spiritual hardly understand. When they do things, you may get annoyed. You may feel happy. You may feel sad. You may never get to understand this person because he's a prophet. To understand the prophet is to understand God, is to understand God, his ways. Because it is the ways of God that is revealed through amen, his servants, through his, his voice, his mouthpiece. The voice, the, the prophet, amen, is the mouthpiece of God. Let, let me read on. The prophet is the container, the vessel, the womb, the house, the metrics heaven employs. Listen to this. To keep. To keep something. To keep a realm. <laughs> they can position a prophet in a place just to keep that realm. You never know him. You, you never get to know who he is. He's never built a church. He doesn't have a pulpit ministry. He doesn't, he, you're not, he's not even on Facebook. He's nothing. He, they just deplore him. They say, go to Tanzania and just live there. Just live there. And just live life. Just because he's there, he's keeping something in the spirit realm over, the, over that dimension, over that place they've de deployed him. The presence of a prophet is ministry. Doesn't even have to say anything. The fact that he's there, she's there. It's not, it's not what the prophet does, amen, that defines his ministry. It's his presence. Because the prophet is, is a portal, amen, to the activities of God in a realm, in a place. We get in this, friends. They just tell him, walk into a place. That's all he needs to do. You see, act is ministry. But in the prophet, obedience is ministry. Obedience is ministry. And it's important that he, he lives in that continual interactions with, with God, with, you know, with heaven. So he keeps, he keeps something. If you give a prophet something, he has the ability to keep it, to, to keep that thing, to maintain that thing. He has the ability to sustain that thing. He's, a prophet is a giver of life. He sustains something. He can hold the pillar, hallelujah, of the house and keep it strong. Hold the pillar of the nation and keep it. Yes. He keeps, he sustains, he guards, he's a guard. Every prophet, amen, are intercessors. They're warriors. He keeps, he sustains, he guards. What is he guarding? He's guarding the interests of God. What is he guarding? He's guarding what? The interests of God. Wherever God has an interest, a vested interest, you find a prophet there. Wherever God has a what? A vested interest. 
you find a prophet there. Anywhere you see, amen, God doing something or is about to do something. Whenever God is about to do something, you know what God does? He deploys a prophet there. Or wherever there is chaos. Like right now, you find you know, chaos in Zimbabwe. What God does is he deploys a prophet there. You may never get to hear him speak on the TV. You may never even get to know who he is. But God has his own man there. They're secret service. They're secret agents. They're highly intelligent. You know, their, their activity in the spirit is, is always, you know, covered. Is, is, a, is, 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 is a covered, COVID, you know, work that they do. You can't know them. You don't see them. You know, when they say that one is a prophet... <laughs> I don't want to say what I want to say. Hardly, you know, you know, I tell you many, let me even say 70% of those who call themselves prophets are not prophets. They may be prophetic. <laughs> they may be prophetic. You hardly get to see a prophet. A prophet comes, he speaks. When he speaks, he's gone. You remember what I said yesterday? In the, when, we, when we're talking about, you know, prophecy. You cannot look at the environment or, you know, uh, uh, where you are to try to judge what a prophet, what prophecies means, all right? Because prophecy does not live in the now. Prophecy lives, amen, in the potential future. In fact, prophecy lives in the future. So you have to have, amen, that the ability, you have to have capacity for vision to relate to prophecy. Because prophecy, amen, is spoken in time but lives out of time. Prophecy lives out of time, amen, but is spoken in time. So if you don't understand how eternity and time works together, you will never be able to appreciate or even accept prophecy. There are certain prophecies that has been given over certain places, certain people, all right, that because there is no understanding of, on how to interact, all right, with such prophecy, that the prophecy is just there in the spirit, just that overdue, overdue words, long overdue words that are not finding amen, a position of, of fulfillment. They are not finding the womb to birth them. They are not finding amen, the portal to, you know, to bring them into time. Because all prophetic word amen, must have a bridge, if you will, amen, or a gate that they can access into time. Check the scripture. Everything that Jesus did, amen. He fulfilled, but he didn't just fulfill alone. There are people that God has positioned. Somebody like John the Baptist, they positioned him to prepare the way, amen, so that when that time comes for him to fulfill. You see, John was positioned at the, at the, at the, at the, at Jordan, all right, so that Jesus can fulfill, amen, what he, the, the scripture, the, what the prophetic word, amen, has spoken. If John was not there, amen, the, the ministry of Jesus would not be fulfilled. Remember, even when John was about to baptize, you know, uh, John was John was about to baptize Jesus. Jesus, uh, John was refusing. He said, "No, no, no, you ought to baptize me." Jesus said, "No, you've got to do this that the scripture may be fulfilled. That it may be fulfilled. Prophecy is fulfilling what has gone forth over your life. Something that has been spoken. Something that has been declared. So, having the vision, having the awareness of what has gone forth is very important." Now, that's the realm that a prophet lives. A prophet always lives in the future, even though he lives in time. Because he's, he's, he's tracking 
He's tracking things in the spirit. He's tracking. You see, I was, I was tracking God's prophetic intention for this realm, for this nation. But beyond this nation, amen, for this, you know, realm, all right, the heaven has called me into. I was tracking that things that you're tracking. And in, sometimes in that tracking, I'll tell you, let me not even go into all of that. It, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's a ministry that you cannot afford, all right, to be looking for. I, imagine you say somebody's a prophet and he's still working in Absa Bank. He's a prophet and he's still working in, 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 in Chattered, you know, God knows why. He's still in FMB. What kind of a prophet? You're not a prophet. You may have a prophetic gift. A prophet is one that is totally, totally have vested for God and the interests of God alone. Every aspect of his life, his breathing, his moments, his days, his time, his season, everything about his life, amen, are all interwoven into his assignment. It's a, it's a difficult place to be if you're not called. A lot of people... Many, I tell you, I can boldly say 80%, even 90% of those who say them, they are prophets. They have prophetic gifts, but they're not prophets. Because when you look at their life, when I look at the man who says a prophet, I know that you're not a prophet. And I'm not saying, it, you know, just the dressing is what defined them. Yes, the, 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 how you dress also matters. How you dress can tell me, amen, indeed, if you have met with the Lord. Or you're just looking for, you know, an opportunity. <laughs> you see, why, why is the prophetic you know, uh, uh, ministry lucrative? Because people want to know about the future. So people have reduced the prophetic ministry to, you know, to, you know a glorified sangoma, a glorified, you know, uh, 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 um, what they call those people who, you know, who, who, who look at, you know, omens and who, who, who read palms, you know. That's not the prophetic ministry. The prophetic ministry is not a soothsayer ministry. It's not a fortune teller ministry. It's not. <laughs> a prophet is one that heaven employs to keep, to sustain, to guard. You see, I'm just kind of helping us to understand that word, to keep, to sustain, to guard, to develop. You see, that's what I'm doing. If you're connected to me, all right? Via my prophetic grace and ministry. What am I doing? I'm developing you. I'm imparting amen, grace into your life. I'm, 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 I'm infusing amen, spiritual principle into your divine structure. So your spirit man amen, can receive the, the divine nutrient to grow. All right? I'm building your spiritual muscle. I'm, I'm helping you to redefine your sight. You are able to see. If you've been following me, at least if you've been following me for the past three, four years of your life, and if you've been consistent, you will notice all right, that your position of sight has changed. You, the way you look at things in life, yourself, has changed. It has to. If it has not changed, then you are not really following me. In fact, I will advise you not to follow me again because, all right, something is not right. Now, that's how a prophet speaks, you see. A, a prophet does not speak to, you know, to appease, to appeal to people's, you know, sensuality. No, it tells you straight because there are things that we are expected to know, all right? <laughs> if you follow somebody for three years or four years, five years, seven years, and your life is not changing, either for good or for worse. 
<laughs> at least one must happen. Then it means that you're compromising somewhere. Yes. Because when you connect to something and you follow something, very soon you begin to reflect that thing. You see, that is a power of influence. Psychology teaches us that. Not even Bible. Psychology teaches, teaches us that. What you focus yourself or your interest, your I, 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 you know, thing, or you begin to reflect. It's just natural. But if you've been following me after a very soon people say, oh, you're speaking like Isaiah. In fact, you'll be talking like me, we know. Because it's part of, amen, that spiritual rapport. It's part of that spiritual synergy, yes. That's why it's very important, all right, that I proclaim, I declare the right thing. That I teach you the right thing because I know if you're following me and you're receiving what I'm saying, there will be, amen, an impartation. There will be an impartation. Guess what? You don't need distance, amen. The, 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 you don't need distance or you don't need proximity, amen, to be imparted. As I'm speaking to you, wherever you're watching from, America, United Kingdom, South Africa, wherever, amen. If you're if you connecting by faith, you are being imparted. And the grace of God upon my life, amen, will be flowing into your life. Remember, that was the same thing that happened to Moses, all right. God said to Moses, take 70 elders, all right, and Put of your of your spirit, put it upon them so that they can also can begin to carry out the ministry of leadership. All right, this thing is too much for you alone. All right, this is what I want you to do. All right, two guys they were supposed to be part of that, you know, uh, you know what do you call them now? Impartation or coronation or separation or leadership impartation, whatever. The Bible says they were in the tent; they were not there. But guess what? The spirit of Moses fell on them. In the tent, and somebody heard them prophesy, ran to Moses and say, Moses, there are two guys prophesying like you in the tent. Moses said, How I wish that all the community of God, amen, may become prophets or may prophesy. I'm just telling you that impartation is very real. And this is sometimes, this is why sometimes if people are not tracking with you properly, all right, it, it can create all kinds of, you know, a, a backlash because when you're following, you must follow with all your heart. Don't fall and be here and there. Don't fall and be follow. And I'm not just saying that because I'm saying about me. No, no, this is just a, a general principle that I'm sharing. All right, and God help you if you're following for the wrong reason. God help you if your motive is not is not right. And if you're following someone, all right whose life is not aligning with God, I tell you, that can also impart your life. So that is something that is very, very crucial. All right? A prophet keeps his sustained, he guards, and he, he, he develops. But it doesn't just develop. That's one more thing. It deploys. It deploys. He has the ability. Amen? So we've seen five things here, if I'm not mistaken. We've seen something here, all right? The prophets, it keeps the things of God. It sustains them. It guards them. It, de it, it develops them. And it deploys. Why? We presume that, amen, a prophet too has gone through this same thing, all right? What a prophet does is what has been done to him. So somebody has kept, as sustained, as guarded, you know, develop and also release the prophet. That's the principle of the kingdom, all right? So let's take it again. The prophet is the container, the vessel, the womb, the house, the metric. Heaven employs to keep, to sustain, to, to guard, and to develop, and to deplore heaven's intention. Alright? God uses the prophets to develop and deploy 
his intention and assignment, amen, is, is one that God has given the capacity to bring things from eternity into the realm of time and space. The prophet is often captured, amen, in the, sim, in, in the symbol of a pregnant woman. I just explained that, all right? Who carries the seed that must be jealously guarded for a season before what she carries finally, you know, is delivered into time, all right? The difference, however, is the prophet usually don't know how long, amen, that which is carried in his in his spiritual womb, amen, will take. At least, a, you know, a, a woman knows that now after nine months, I will, you know, be, I will deliver. But a prophet doesn't know, all right? The timing is, of course, is known by God, all right? So let's, 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 let's read on. I'm just trying to describe, you know, prophet that will be done this morning. All right, I see that we've lost our connection on uh, YouTube. In fact, it did not connect. All right, so I went forward. I said, while these three are inter interused, the, the three are the, the you know the the prophetic prophecy and prophet. All right, while these three are interused, nonetheless, we need to be aware. All right, that they are they are all unique in their functionality. So that we can better or understand the unique position of the ministry of the prophet in building the church. Furthermore, what I mean by the spirit of the prophetic refers to the various, listen to these, this is important. What, what I mean by the spirit of the prophetic, amen, is, 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 it refers to the various spiritual and human components that formulates the material that shapes the template required for the construction and the formation of what is known as the spirit of the prophet. Now listen to this. We've talked about we, we, we've talked about the prophetic. We've talked about prophecy, and of course, we're dealing with who a prophet is. Now I'm trying to explain further. I said, all right, in getting to understand how to how to develop a function in the office of the prophet. All that defines the spirit of the prophet, which which speaks into amen, the various materials. You see, there are materials that God uses, all right, to build to shape, amen, the the spirit, the, our spirit man. All of that grows, all of that grows into what shapes, amen, a prophet. All right, now let's go further. There is a gift called the prophetic. But this gift reside within an atmosphere or the environment created by the, by the house of God or in the house of God. There is a gift called the prophetic, but this gift reside within the atmosphere or the environment created, amen, created, excuse me, created to house and nurture the intentions of the Lord. Then I went further. I said, this spiritual environment within with within you or within the within your spirit plays a huge role in the outcome of the nature and the expression of our prophetic orientation and expression this is very important all right each gift functions based amen on the on the spiritual environment remember i said something yesterday that forming building an environment that defines our prophetic capacity amen is done through worship but worship is not the music that we listen to music plays a major role in terms of helping us to fine-tune or to connect to all right that greed that allow us to you know to express our love to god but worship is the surrender of our will when you say you're worshiping god you're offering your will unto god that is the heart of worship 
all right worship is not lifting your hands and blessing the lord and all of that that is good you can do that but the true worship amen or the the purpose of worship or the meaning of worship amen is when your will is lifted to go when you surrender when you offer your will when when abraham went offering isaac he was offering his will that is what God wants from us. Now, what God amen, does, in, in particularly in the life of a prophet, all right, is that he takes their will. He takes their will, amen, and he gives, he gives them his own will. He said, but that's what happened to everybody, yes. But the degree to which, amen, God goes in, 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 in taking the, you know, the, the, the will of a prophet is far more. Because at the end of the day, the prophet is going to have the will of God. And it's the will of God that shows us the heart of God. That's why you see the prophet is very close to the heart of God. It's like they've been, they, they, are, they have married the prophet is captured, amen, in, in, the, in, the, in the scenario of John, all right, laying his, his head on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, you know, on the, on the, on the breast of our Lord Jesus Christ. You, 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 you get this? There's, a, there's an intimacy, and this intimacy is not just about a sense of emotion, it's a sense of surrender. That, that emotion is expressed in surrender. Is expressed in surrender. So, all right, there's a gift called the prophetic, but the gift resides within the within the atmosphere or the environment. Gift resides within the atmosphere or environment created to house, created to house the nature and the intention. So, gift ought to function within an environment, all right, that is yielded, that is surrender. You see, you see, this is how gift work. If you want your prophetic gift to work, you need to first of all, amen, yield, surrender, amen, to the atmosphere that allow the will of God, amen, to, to find expression in your life. And you, you understand that as we do life, as we run about our day-to-day -day life, we, 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 in most cases, forget. We, we lose track of you know, that God wants to reign in that area, in that particular spot, in that thing that we're doing, in that, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, uh, transaction, in that conversation, right? We forget, but you see, that is where the issue of the prophet comes. The prophet is, is at, at least he ought to be sensitive to everything he, he does, he says. That's why it takes being spiritual to understand the way and the, and the, and the and the life of a prophet. Let's look at something else. How spiritually develop your spirit man become? How, how spiritually develop your spirit man becomes will ultimately de, you know, determine both the excellency and the operation of your prophetic office and expression. Remember, we're dealing with who is a prophet here. All right? But I'm, 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 I'm delving into concepts that I have gleaned from the word of God to help us understand right, this beautiful uh, 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 nature. How spiritually develop your spirit man, how spiritually develop your spirit man becomes will ultimately you know, determine both the excellency. Remember, we said yesterday, the Lord said, I'll show you a more excellent way. The more excellent way is going beyond the gift. To live in there, amen, the fruit. The fruit is the nature of God. All right? Like, you know, Sister uh, uh, Tina, you post that uh, 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 post that says, you know, 
The fruit of the Spirit is love. Yes, because love is God. Every other you know, a, a gift resides in love, in the nature of God. When we are truly born of love, amen, temperance, patience, kindness, long-suffering, self-control, goodness, all of the others will flow. They are like a stream, like a river. They will flow. Love, love is the head, is the head stream of, you know, of, of, the, of, the, of the outflow, the things of God. Alright? God is love. Everything that God does, amen, are done in love. Even his judgment, amen, he judges in love. That's important that we know that. Alright? That's why if we're doing anything and that thing has moved away, amen, from the love, from the passion of God, we should move away from it. If you're doing something that is no longer propelling the love of God, you need to move away from it because you're not going to get a reward from it. God is not there. God is not where there's no love because he's love. Where two or three are gathered in my name. The name there, amen, is his nature. His nature is his love. God's nature is love. So when we gather, amen, on the nature of God, that's why I say the pattern to which people run church, amen, are totally, you know, aberrant to the, to the standard of God's word. I tell you, if God were to judge how we run church today, a lot of churches will close up because we are not running church based on amen, the fruit of the spirit. We run in church based on gifts. Where two or three are gathered in my name. His name is his nature. His nature is love. Yes, in that, in that love there is war. In that love there is correction. In that love there is rebuke. In that love there is judgment. In that love, hallelujah, there's abundance. In that love there is giving. In that love there is taking. In that love there is refusal. You see, so when we understand all of that, amen, that's why people say, but you love me. Prove me. I prove it. Prove it. No. Love is not proving. Love is expressing the nature of Christ. That's why a lot of Christian homes, there's war, there's problem. Because, you know, the idea that we have about love, amen, has continually conflict with, amen, the nature and the values of God. People will go into all kinds of tantrum, all right? Just because, you know, somebody said, you know, you've got to, no, you don't need to prove. You need to express when you see the nature of God at work, amen, you know that is love at work. But you see, people want to love without the truth. Unfortunately, in the things of God, the nature of God, the nature of God, which is love, works their truth. That's why the definition of, of, of the world, you know, when it comes to love, is different from that of, you know, the, you know, the kingdom of God. All right? So, let's, let's continue. You know, our spiritually developed, you know, uh, your spirit man becomes will ultimately de determine both the excellency, and listen to this, and the operation of your prophetic office and the expression. And the, how your spirit is developed. So it is not you just being, hallelujah, just, you know, <laughs> moving as you, no, no. How spiritually developed. Spiritual development, amen, is built on the ministry of, of you, know, the, you know, the sevenfold, you know, light of God, the sevenfold spirit of God. Amen. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, power, knowledge, the fear of God. You build on that. Christ being the center focus, the lordship of Christ in your life. You grow, when you grow in that, he says, he says, 
add to your faith virtue. Add, you've got faith, but you're adding to your faith virtue. Those virtues, amen, are the nature of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen, that have become part of your life. When that becomes the structure that defines, that formulate, that shape your, your spiritual orientation, your prophetic expression, hallelujah, will always align to God's intentions and plan. You will not use the prophetic gift or office, amen, to build something for yourself. You'll be using it to advance, amen, the kingdom of God and the purpose of God. So, how spiritually developed your spirit man becomes will ultimately determine. So, you can, you can be a prophet and still be in 30-fold dimension. You can be a prophet and move on to 60-fold. And you can be a prophet living 60-fold, amen, unto perfection. Even in the prophetic, we grow. The fact that, yes, you've been called and you function the prophetic does not mean that you are mature. You can be an immature prophet. When your soul still has, you know, influence and control over your spiritual decision, you are an immature prophet. You're, you're a prophet, yes. I mean, Samuel was a prophet. He heard God, but he was moving somewhere. He went, the last time, some time ago, we talked about, amen, the young prophet. The Bible talked about the young prophet that was sent, all right, to a land to go you know, carry out the service of God. He did the carry, he, he carried out the service. He was on his way. They said, don't turn anywhere. Don't go anywhere. I mean, this guy was able to reject the king. The king said, come to my house. Let me give you something. Come on. He, he refused the king, but only for him to submit, all right, to an old prophet. Why would you refuse the king and, and yield yourself? Because, all right, he, he sees that man, all right, as, as, as one like him. And that's where we make mistake. Oh, but that's a man of God. I've got to honor the man of God. Yes, you have to honor the man of God in the context of God's voice. Alright? In the context of God's voice. Honoring the man of God does not mean disobeying God. You see, that's... Somebody said, no, you're, you're disobeying the man of God. No, you're not... You, you heard God say something to you. You honor based on the context of what God said. If God had not said, don't turn anywhere, you know... I mean, it, not to accept what the man of God said would be to dishonor him. Because the Bible says he's, he's, he's an older prophet. So you want to respect him. You want to give him his due respect. But a word has already gone forth. Don't go anywhere. Don't turn anywhere. And you were able to refuse the king, but you could not refuse the prophet. You see, that's where I come in sometimes. People invite me. I, I say, but I'm not coming. They say, but... but but I'm not coming. I know it's the things of God. I know it's the work of God. But I've not been given the, the, the permission to come. So why would I come? If I come, what would I be saying? After all, if I come there, I will be representing somebody. I won't be coming to speak, you know, of myself. I'm representing someone. I, I, you don't do a relationship based on sentiment. You're representing someone. Every aspect of your life, amen, has got a guarded interest. Everything within and around your life, listen to this, everything within and around your life as a prophet, amen, is designed to be divine. Everything within and around your life are designed to be a divine training tool that eventually develops and matures your understanding, alright, in a manner that the father can utilize in preparing your life for his kingdom agenda. 
Listen to this. There is no accidental occurrence in human dealings and interaction regardless of how painful and disappointing things may, may, you know, might have become or might have turned out. The challenge is we allow amen, the enemy to take advantage of our ignorance to perpetuate his evil scheme and still blame us. Of course, the devil still blame us and push us amen, to blame others. For you know, for for the mistake, but when God, Amen, is dealing with us, particularly if He's preparing us to become His mouthpiece, there are no accidental occurrence. Everything that happened to you from the day, Amen, you were born into this world, everything that happened to you is part of divine, Amen, program. Even your refusal of God. Your rejection of him, amen. Your rebellion and you know refusing to, to serve him. All of that, amen, are all part of you know God's plan. The day you wake up to realize, amen, that God has given you a will to choose from that day, God begins to hold you accountable and responsible, amen, for you know his dealings in your life, for how you respond to his dealings in your life. Note what I've said. The day you wake up to the realization. Knowing that, well, I've got a will. And this will is being designed to serve God. That day, amen, the way God starts dealing with you changes. But bef before that period, every other thing that happens to you are all part of divine program. In other words, you, you have been awakened to a realization. Wait a minute. Like, you know, like the, like the prodigal son. The Bible says he came to himself. He said, I will rise up today. I will go back to my father. That's, that's an act, amen, of his own will. It made up his mind. So the day you wake up and you make up your mind to say, okay, I'm going to follow God. Things start changing in your life. Things start changing doesn't mean that things get better. It means that you begin to come into understanding that why certain things happen to you is because God has a, you know, a plan for you, a program for your life. You know that. You know, when I woke up and realized, wait a minute, God has a plan for my life. The devil does not have to be the one defining how my life pans out. That day, my life started changing. My choices, amen, of course, were still a bit difficult to, you know, to, to, to make the right choice for God. But at least I woke up to an understanding that I can change things. I can make choices. I can decide. All right? I can choose not to. And I can choose to. Choice is very powerful, amen, in terms of growing and developing and, of course, accelerating God's counsel in our life. It's very important. The challenge is when we allow the enemy to take advantage of our ignorance to perpetuate his evil scheme. So the reason why this happened to you is because your mother left you, is because your father divorced your mom, is because you had that accident. And the enemy will continue to pound all kinds of accusations such that you will never be able to see. Because listen to this, God can only use us to the degree we're able to identify that indeed we have been called and we have amen, a place, we have an assignment amen, to fulfill in time. If, if you don't know that, what will God do? God, God doesn't use robots. He's not going to come down and start. No, he can create all kinds of things around you for you to realize. Things you may call accidents. But all of that is to call your attention, to wake you up. You understand? It's to bring you to a position of realization. Wait a minute, what's going on here? But you see, if you don't know that is God, if, 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 if the things of God has not come to 
you know, a, a position of awareness in your life, you always blame the devil. That's why we keep blaming the devil. You know, I, I grew up blaming the devil. And I hated everything around me. Hated people around me. Until I began to, you know, I, you know realize that, wait a minute. I think my, 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 my perspective to life is a bit different. I think I've got a wrong perspective. Something must happen on the inside. And this is, this is where the power of prayer and intercession comes. When saints start praying and praying for people, people suddenly get to, you know, I could remember one day a friend of mine said, come, let's go to church. I don't believe that that, that just happened from the blue. I, I believe that it's the prayer of the saint. And it's from that point that my life, amen, took a different turn. We're both unbelievers. He, he just said, oh, there, there are girls in that church. Let's go there. Let's go look for girls. Because you go to church to look for girls. So I went to church to look for girls. Well, the Lord was waiting for me. You see, but somebody somewhere, I believe somebody somewhere has been praying. They've been praying. They've been seeking God. They've, you know, when the, when the saints start to pray, what happens is we begin to break the, the, you know, the hold, the, 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 the power, the stronghold of the enemy over realms, over people's life, over community, such that people can just wake up and, you know, just realize, wait a minute, I need to, I need to go visit somebody. Or I need to go somewhere. I need to do something. I need to go to church. You understand? And that may just be the beginning point of God, amen, arresting them for his own glory. So there's no magic in this thing. But we need to understand, amen, that God, when, when God collides with his man, we say, God, you, you've been called to follow me, to serve me, particularly in the prophetic. You need to have a deep, a deep experience of God because He's going to turn your world upside down. But that is because he's going to use you to turn other people's life, amen, inside out. The lack of knowledge of the nature and of the ways of the Lord in terms of his righteousness and sovereignty has often cast a huge doubt in our relationship and understanding of the ways and the dealings of God. <clears throat> This is what I, what, what I just finished explaining right now. The lack of knowledge of the nature and the ways of the Lord in terms of his righteousness and sovereignty has often cast a huge doubt in our relationship and understanding of the ways and dealings of God. A person called into the prophetic ministry is required to be one who is highly spiritually informed and skilled about the ways of truth. By the ways of truth and the life of the Father. All right, We're beginning to round up now. The unique dealings and pathway, the unique dealings and pathway of the Father takes an individual through, amen, the formation. <clears throat> takes an individual through the formation and accurate development of the prophetic spirit. Let me take that again. Very important word. The unique dealings and pathway of the Father takes an individual through, amen. The formation and accurate development of his prophetic spirit. Any other ascended grace is made up of the combinations of the demands. Listen to this. Of the demands, events, occasions, challenges, tribulation, environment, drillings and trainings, exposure. And of course, the general skill we have in life. There's no way we can develop the prophetic spirit that all right, we will not talk about 
you know, the dealings of life, you know, where you were born, how you grow up, all of that are all part of the friends you, you grow up with, are all part of building certain skill, grace into our life, exposing us to certain, you know, realities, love, or even hate. Like I said, Moses was taken to the house, you know, to Pharaoh's palace to learn not to lead, amen, like e Egyptians. If we don't understand that, you know, we will question God like we do most time. So this, this, unique, this, this uniqueness varies from people to people, of course. And we've seen that. Like I said earlier, when God starts dealing with us, the way he deals with you may be different from the way he's going to deal with me. Right? Based on your calling, based on your assignment, based on his purpose and objective for your life. All right? All right? Because what God has sent me to do is totally different from what God has called you to do. So our prophetic understanding and measure cannot be the same. It cannot be the same. Some of the things that you will go through, I may not be able to go through those things. If I go through those things, those things will break me, will finish me. All right? Rather than God preparing me, that thing finishes me and, and that's it. So God, God understands what we can bear. The Bible says he will not allow us to be tempted beyond what we can bear. All right? The training is not to kill us. It's to, it's to, it's to prepare us. God's training for our life, particularly in the, in the ministry of the prophetic, is to prepare us, not to destroy us. All right? And it's important that we look into that. I'm going to stop here today. I'm going to stop here. <clears throat> I'm going to stop here this morning. It's, it's raining here again. Uh, we want to thank God this morning once again. I just felt I needed to just, you know, uh, uh, you know, do this addition on looking at what you know, the, or who is a prophet. I know that there's still so much to talk about, but like I said, these are just basic foundational knowledge or truth that we need to have. Okay, uh, so much has been spoken and been declared about the prophetic ministry, but we are trying to at least to have some foundational building blocks. All right. Get to know the dealings of God, how God amen, calls. I've not even spoken about the call of you know the prophet, but I mean it's not it's not a difficult thing. God calls anyone. He, what matters is how he deals with the person in the calling, which are some of the things that we've spoken about. So, well, what I'm gonna do, hopefully, is I, I might share some of this material in case you want to go through some of the things that we've talked about. All right, that will be a refresher again to you. But uh, 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 yes, we're gonna leave it here today. So if, if you want to uh, uh, connect or you want to have access to this material, please let me know I, I will sh because I don't just want to put it out there. All right? I don't want to make it public. That's the truth. I don't want to make, make it public as much as it's, it, we don't sell it, but I, do, I still don't want to make, make it public. So if you want access, let me know. I'll just you know, share some of, the, some of the things that we've talked about. All right? you, but I, I, in fact, I think I've got something on, on this. No, no, no. It's not this one. But there's something you can read on, on our blog, on our blog uh, uh, site on the prophetic. So thank you everyone this morning once again for joining me. Uh, thank you so very much uh, uh, for the time. Uh, I believe that once again you have received something that will enhance your spiritual growth and your spiritual development. Until I see you again, God bless you. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye.